Welcome to the One Voice DSM podcast. My name is Tiffany Tauschek, and I'm the Chief Operations Officer at the Greater Des Moines Partnership. Today's recording is part of our special major project series, where we are exploring a number of game-changing projects that are in the works in our community. I'm very pleased today to be joined by Shane Ratcliffe, who is the General Manager of the Mid-American Energy Company, RecPlex. We're going to talk all about RecPlex today. It is a very interesting project. RecPlex is the result of a unique partnership between the City of West Des Moines and the local private sector to address some of the demands for a regional indoor sports facility that provides year-round access and opportunity for growing youth sports programs. This facility has become really something for everyone from indoor ice and turf to court spaces, meeting rooms, esports, even special event spaces. So we're going to hear more about the details of this project and all the exciting progress that's being made from Shane today. Thanks for joining us, Shane. Thanks for having me. So Shane, to start things off, can you please give us just a little bit more information about the RecPlex and what it is and what it will contain in terms of soccer fields, hockey rinks, and more? Absolutely. So you kind of you hit the nail on the head when you talked about the wide range of opportunities that we have here, but when we really dig in deeper, um, we've got about 66 acres of land on our entire site here. Um, in addition to the indoor space that we'll get into in a moment, um, we have exterior space as well. So we've got three outdoor synthetic turf fields, which are full size. Um, they could be a soccer deck, they could be a football field, lacrosse, rugby, um, you name it can be held out there. They have full LED lighting out there and as well as actually uh, wireless internet on the outdoor fields, on the outdoor space. When you move inside, we've got about just under 300,000 square feet of space. And that includes the two full-size indoor ice arenas. We've got three hardwood basketball courts. We've got a fourth multi-purpose basketball court, three pickleball courts, four batting cages, a 3,500 square foot esports center, 7,000 square feet of dedicated meeting room um, and conference space as well as a 2,400 square foot adaptive sports recreation area and a 5,000 square foot physical therapy center. And then all the sports surfaces are multi-purpose where they can be utilized for special events um, and what we call quote unquote dry floor events when the ice is not installed in there as well. Outstanding. And the space is just huge and a really unique blend of offerings within the space. So really one that's unique even for the state of Iowa. Can you share with us just a little bit more about where this idea came from? So, yeah, I mean, the, the, it started mostly as the need for ice, right? The need for ice was was, was there in the Des Moines area. A group of hockey dads um, had the vision of, of creating a they, – they, they had started out when their kids were young. They went to all the different communities in the area, in the state, and they fought, saw these nice ice facilities. And so they came up with the idea to, to, and came to the city of West Des Moines to build a two-sheet ice arena. Um, like anything, right, rinks cost a lot of money. They're, they're tough to maintain and still a very niche market. So um, after initial discussions, they, they came up with the idea to add a turf area onto it. So then you're attracting both, uh, obviously, soccer, but other turf needs as well and turf sports with the ice. Came up with a, a better idea, um, started throwing some more things into it with the meeting room space and then adding on the, the court space and then the outdoor fields. Um, and it kind of came up, came to an idea that might actually work. They also started reaching out to get some private money and some, some, um, public funding to, to join them together and it came up with the creation of a concept that would work. And it kind of evolved from there. As, as we started with this, it, it, uh, it started with just like I said, the, the turf and the ice. And then by adding in all these other areas, it just is another opportunity to have 
more user groups, non-traditional users, and a wider demographic, and also generate additional revenue for it. That's fantastic. And just recently, I toured the, the RecPlex and was very impressed by, again, just the amount of space and the mixed use, the blend of amenities within the facility. Um, you have had the RecPlex up and operating, but also know that there's more work to do to completely finish the project. Can you give us a, a quick uh, check and update on the progress that's being made on the facility? Absolutely. So the outdoor fields opened in March and they've been running um, almost every day since. We have, we've had no rain out, nothing like that. We can handle up to nine inches of rain an hour on those outdoor fields. So no shutdowns for any of, any of the rain delays. We had opened up rink two the last week of July and rink one the first week of August. So both ice rinks have been going since the first part of August. We've had Des Moines Youth Hockey have had their, their full season trials here already. We've got some training programs starting. We've got figure skating going on. Um, we've got the one Curling Club moving over here, getting ready for a new Learn to Skate program this fall. So those areas already going are um, come and go community rooms. We posted some Chamber of Commerce events. We've got ISU in there right now running some extension classes in there. And then we also have our eSports Center. So we've got an healthy eSports camp and then two eSports birthday parties so far. Left on the docket, we've got the indoor field house, which the indoor grass area expected to open right around the 1st of October. And then we've got the three hardwood courts as well as the, the four multi-purpose and then the three um, pickleball courts. Probably mid-October, November, November, we still got some time left on those to be done. So we're thinking middle November, we're hoping to have the whole thing operating. And then we can work on that punch list, which will, you know, in a building of this size might be a few months before we get everything, you know, touched up. But, you know, at least we'll be up and operating. Excellent. We are so excited to have the facility officially, officially open and uh, having more people walk through and, and use the facility. Can you share with us just a little bit more about the benefits of this facility and RecPlex to the West Des Moines community and really our entire region? Absolutely. So the, the, the easiest answer, right, is the use sports. And that's what you start with. That's, that's the bread and butter and the meat and potatoes of the facility is providing the space for the use sports. Obviously, uh, the ice need, which is the hockey, the figure skating, the curling, the general public skating for the community, a new learn to skate program, as well as the indoor turf needs for the youth soccer, for all those sports, and basketball, you name it. So the use sports is really easy. When you branch out from that, you've got the tournament impact. We've got 40 tournaments lined up on the books already for this first year. So the amount of people that are going to be coming into this community and, you know, eating at our restaurants, staying in our hotels, you know, we've had the fire marshal out here several times doing the inspection and he's been talking about how excited these hotels are when he goes, you know, they've all been doing renovations during COVID and they're all excited to get back up and running. And they keep telling them that, oh, how's the RecPlex coming? We're getting calls about tournaments. We're getting calls about this and that. So we know the hotels are getting hit. We know the restaurants are going to be excited. Um, and then also just the, the other demographics that can be in here, the community programming. Right now, we're, we are under the, the city of West Des Moines and the, and the Park and Rec Department. Uh, we have seven rec leaders sitting at City Hall looking for um, space to run new programming. And they just haven't had it. We have the VJAC downtown, and they use a lot of uh, school district facilities. Like I said, we got 7,000 square feet of space here that we can work with them to bring in more programming. That's just for programming space not to mention the turf area, the ice area, um, the, the court area. So the, the general community use that this will have, uh, the youth sports, the special events and tournaments, the, the tourism impact. And then we have other events that are going to be concerts and conventions and graduations and things like that. We've had 
three different groups call us already for a lock-in. So we're like just a massive after-prom party lock-in. Valley Church is called to, to have some overnight activity. So um, the fact, like you talked about earlier, there's something for everyone here. So, so much more that started as just youth sports has evolved to be so much more. So the, the, the demographics that we hit, the economic benefits, obviously, and just the trend for youth sports and families and people to get outside and just general recreate is, is going to be huge for this facility. Well, and you, and you touched on it, certainly huge tourism impact uh, with with the facility being open and, and more visitors coming into our community in addition to those that already live here having access to utilize it. But, you know, something we at the partnership are always thinking about and talking about as well as talent recruitment and talent retention. So uh, can you share with us just your thoughts on how this will be another one of those critical talent recruitment and retention tools in the region? Well, absolutely, right? I, I moved down here myself from Minnesota, and why, why would you move to the middle of Iowa, right? Why would you move to West Des Moines? Why would you move to the Des Moines area when there's nothing for your family to do? This is a game changer, truly a game changer for that, for the employers around here. Um, obviously, through the um, sponsorship portion and that we had, I've given probably 147 tours out here with different groups and the business leaders are so excited. The employers are so excited because this gives people a reason to come to the Moines area, move here, and stay here because we we have we are the Joneses now, right? We don't have to keep up with anyone with this facility. So they're just so excited to have this right here in their backyard and have all these employees say, "Wow, you know, I, I when I moved here from Minnesota, they're all, oh, why'd you move to Iowa, right?" And I told them about it. And as they, you know, this was two and a half years, two years ago, where not as many people knew about it, but now it's kind of like, well, this is the greatest thing. Like literally, this is my job. This is what I get to do every day is come here and get this building ready. And that's the same thing for all those employers and all these community members that are so excited to get here. They have this year round space for essentially every sport, right? We don't, we don't have water and we don't need water, right? Uh, there's enough aquatic centers, but everyone can come in here. So yeah, the employers are very excited about this opportunity for their, just as you said, for retention and attracting new talent to the area. And it also offers just fantastic uh, adaptable sports spaces as well. And you have a great relationship you've established with CanPlay to really bring that to life. Absolutely, right? I mean, we, we want to be able to target every demographic. And by having that that opportunity here and having that set aside, you know, the, the city has worked with Melissa for many years now already. And to be able to expand that and give her a home-based programming space that I mean, we can do at a, at a reasonable price for everyone involved and, and provide those opportunities. And we have the space for her to expand where you're not stuck in just a gymnasium where they can expand out onto the turf. They can expand. We can do ice sports. We can do everything here. So Shane, you mentioned that there are more than 40 events that you've already booked. Um, putting you on the spot here, do you have a favorite one that you are most excited about hosting that you've already booked? And do you have another one that's on your wish list that you haven't yet booked that you can share with us? Um, I mean, I think I'm excited for multi-facets, right? Uh, I come from Minnesota. I'm a hockey guy, so I really love the hockey. We, we've got the uh, the Boys State High School Hockey Tournament. So, I mean, that, that in itself, coming from Minnesota, where that is the epitome of our, kind of like the wrestling tournament that we have in Iowa here, right? That's what it is in Minnesota. To have that in this facility for ice is great. See that grow. So the ice is really fun. But the unique events, right? We've got a wrestling, a wrestling match where they're going to have 40 wrestling mats out on our indoor turf. We've got an, uh, an all-Iowa Tech basketball program where they're going to have um, 14 total courts, nine out on the on the field house, another two in the main arena, plus the four that we have. So those special events, those are the really fun ones 
Um, but just showing off the Des Moines community, right? Like I said, we've got eight youth hockey tournaments plus the two uh, grown-up ones. So the eight youth tournaments, even people that Des Moines youth hockey hasn't hosted a real tournament since 2011, right? Because there hasn't been the ice availability. So to have that and bring that back here and showcase the area, it's just so fun, right? So I, I don't know what you mean. As far as uh, my wish list, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited to get our first bond spiel, which is a curling tournament. Basically, that'll be a whole new demographic that we get out here and work with the one curling club trying to get that going either next spring or next fall. Um, we've got a couple groups looking at possibly bringing a concert out here uh, once COVID is done and everyone is safe. So that'll be a fun one as well. But um, really excited at all the different varieties we've got and, and just really happy with my staff and everyone working here that we've been able to get such a wide demographic already with really we're not even open right we were only partially open and we've already got these people um asking for it so we're so excited what's going to come in the next couple of years thanks for sharing we really appreciate it anything else shane that you want to make sure that we touch on or cover no just that again that we've got such a wide demographic and the fact that that we have community time right we have drop-in public skating drop-in turf time drop-in basketball drop-in esports you can run them um, you can run a batting cage. You can come and play pickleball. We've got a bag league starting this year, um, an indoor bag league. So just that people know that we're so much more than just youth rental spaces, that we've got, um, we, we've got something for everyone here. Uh, our website, thereclex.com, has a ton of information on it, and it's got schedules on there. And, and once we get to the new year here, we're kind of complete uh, and fully open to the public. We're so excited to have everyone out here. Excellent. Well, Shane, thank you so much for taking time to join us today. And we really look forward to seeing this project just continue to advance and to be officially open to all very, very soon. We know that this really is one of those game-changing projects that will truly transform our region. Thanks again to our audience, our listeners, for joining us for the One Voice DSM podcast. And thanks for everything you do to drive growth in DSM USA.